thanks for joining me on Jesus and Books. I'm Jason Comley. In this episode, we're going to be discussing Jesus and Buddha, the Parallel Sayings, a book by American New Testament scholar and theologian Marcus Borg. Marcus Borg is a popular author in Christian circles. He's written a number of books. I read a book of his back in 2012 called Evolution of the Word. I found it instructive, but I had a real problem with his writing. His writing isn't an issue in this new book, um, Jesus and Buddha, the Parallel Sayings, but back uh, in um, his other book, Evolution of the Word, I had a real problem with his writing, in particular his pronouns, uh, and overuse of, of pronouns, these ambiguous pronouns. Uh, he would refer to things as it or him or she or whatever instead of being more specific. And why I had a problem with that is that oftentimes you couldn't just read. You'd have to take a big chunk of text to know what he was talking about. Uh, you couldn't just take a, a single one-sentence quote from him. Uh, like as, as if you were you know reading from a Kindle or something and wanted to un to highlight one particular sentence, you really couldn't in that book because you'd have to take a larger piece of text to actually know who he was, who he was talking about. That Maybe that no one else had an issue with that. I kind of had an issue with that. But with this book, it's uh, well-written. There's an uh, introduction by Jack Kornfield, which really gives the book some weight and some credibility. Uh, Marcus Borg, it was surprising that he had written this book on Buddhas and Jesus. Jack Kornfeld is, is the expert on um, Buddha and Buddhism, whereas Marcus Borg is the expert on Jesus, he would say. Jack Kornfeld is the best-selling American author and teacher of the Vipassana Buddhism. He's trained as a Buddhist monk in Thailand, Burma, and India. And he's really well known in Buddhist circles. So this is actually a really interesting topic. I have been very interested in Buddha's life. I have studied his life, his teachings, and the innovations to his teachings, which we're going to, to touch on. So this book, uh, it, it doesn't really go into the interview. So... Buddha lived about 500 years before Jesus did. And after he became enlightened, liberated from suffering, and began, began gaining a discipleship and a following, he told his disciples to share his message, his strategy for liberation from suffering with the world. So just to give you a little brief rundown of what he taught, he taught the Noble Eightfold Path, and that is right view, that our actions have consequences, right resolve, which is you know, seeking the spiritual life, right speech, not being rude, being, you know, being polite, being truthful, right conduct, 
and that wasn't just right conduct wasn't just you know not killing um, and uh, and and not being a bad person but what Buddha taught wasn't um, he didn't have a concept of sin what Buddha taught was skillful and unskillful actions so unskillful actions would be being abusive or killing or yelling at somebody something like that whereas being compassionate kind patient is considered skillful behavior he also taught number five in his eightfold uh, noble eightfold path is right livelihood which is eschewing wealth and focusing more on the inside you know both Jesus and Buddha taught that wealth can be more of a hindrance to to salvation and a good life than uh, than it could be an aid and also right livelihood in the sense that you shouldn't have a job that where you're killing animals uh, or I presume people <laughs> and uh, and also not making weapons and those kinds of things a right effort so to guard against sensual thoughts right mindfulness to be present-minded and right Samadhi uh, practicing the four stages of meditation uh, culminating into the unification of the mind uh, we're not going to get too much into that but that's what Buddha wanted the world to know is his strategy for a better life and from liberation from suffering so there is speculation that Jesus in his life had encountered Buddha's teachings and that is why there is such a similarity between what Buddha taught and what Jesus taught and even quotes in in scripture and quotes in uh, that they're strikingly similar in many many ways and so there is speculation that during the lost years of, of Jesus you know his, his um, in his early 20s or something that he and again this is pure speculation that he traveled to India for a spiritual guidance or something probably more plausible is that Buddhism had basically gone to him instead of him going to to that so Marcus Borg talks about uh, if I can find it traveling along the uh, Silk Route to Iraq Mesopotamia and Syria uh, to uh, Palestine where Buddha, uh, where Jesus had probably um, encountered these teachings, and there's there's other theories as well. I don't know if that's that important. Certainly, it's an explanation. Another explanation can be that you know this is divine wisdom, inspired wisdom, 
and wisdom is wisdom. Uh, something like uh, love your neighbor and, and be kind and don't throw a fit. These kinds of things are, are, uh, are pretty much common sense. However, what Buddha taught and what Jesus taught were more than that. They taught compassion and and radical love in the sense that you know it, um, don't just um, love your enemy but love your uh, you know love your uh, other people but love your enemy as well and to work on yourself so it, was, it just took it a lot further than it ever was in in that particular cultural context uh, just a little bit more about Buddha's disciples, you know, we know that Buddhism was carried to China. It became Chan Buddhism. Buddhism also went to Japan. That became Zen Buddhism. I myself practice Zen Buddhism. And what I mean by that is that I meditate Zazen uh, style. Za meaning sit. And Zen means meditation. And it can get pretty complicated. I mean, Zen Buddhism also branches off. And again, everything that I, I talk about, you can read about and uh, get a clearer understanding of. I'm just just skimming on the surface of this, okay? And some of you may know what I'm talking about, and, and others, this may be the first time that you're hearing this. But Zen Buddhism, there's different variations of Zen Buddhism, uh, Soto and Renzai. Renzai is the cones, these kind of mental riddles that help people escape conceptual thought and achieve liberation without meditation or with less meditation, perhaps. And then there's Soto, which is a, spe a specific type of sitting, a specific posture that you that one assumes that can help someone achieve enlightenment. So again, I'm, I'm just skimming the surface here. Very interesting. Practicing Zen Buddhism and adhering to Buddha's teachings has helped me be a better disciple of Jesus Christ. So to be clear, Buddha was just a man, and that's all Buddha ever said. He said he, he was just a man. He made no claims to being deity although other people certainly did, and he's been deified since. While Jesus was the Son of God, he claimed he was the Son of God. And we see examples of that um, many times in the scriptures. I don't want to derail too much here. There's so much to talk about. We talked about how uh, Jesus could have encountered these teachings, I don't think that's important. I don't even think that is a case, the case. It could be, though. There are a lot of differences between Jesus and Buddha, and so I'll briefly touch on them. Jesus was born in poverty, while Siddhartha Gautama, that was his name before he became Buddha, Buddha meaning the enlightened one or the awakened one, and so when they talk about in Buddhism, when they talk about being be the don't don't just quote the Buddha, be the Buddha. 
Buddha means be the awakened one. So um, in Buddhism, we can all be Buddha. We're all Buddha. And we're all innately Buddha. We're all innately awakened. And there's, there's, no, there's nothing that you need to do. There's nothing that you need to buy to be awakened. It's just being present. Again, um, it's quite fascinating. And uh, it can be quite helpful in your in your walk uh, in in the way. So that's another interesting thing too is that Jesus and his disciples spoke about the way, and you know Jesus was sort of the embodiment of the way. He was the way, and Buddha talked about the path. So another difference we're going to stay with differences here. Uh, Jesus was a social and political reformer. He was a radical, a zealot. Buddha was not. Again, so Buddha made no claims that he was he was a deity. Jesus died a horrible, painful death at the young age of 33. As most of you probably know, if you're listening to this podcast, that Jesus was crucified on the cross. He suffered and died for our sins in the Garden of Gethsemane and on the cross. As we know, when they crucified people, that was probably the most horrible way to die. It was the most horrible, grueling way of death that the devious mind could conceive at the time. And that Jesus arose in the resurrection. So he broke the bands of death and took up his life again. And that's a major difference. When Buddha died at the age of 80, he stayed dead. <laughs> Jesus lives and Buddha, Buddha no longer lives. How did Buddha die? He died again at the age of 80 when someone accidentally fed him poisonous mushrooms. Now, there's a similarity there. Let's get into some of the similarities. Marcus Borg didn't touch on this, but and maybe he should have, but this is quite interesting. When Jesus was on the cross, he asked God the Father to forgive those who had scourged and um, nailed him to the cross because they didn't know what they were doing. Similarly, and somewhat similarity, similarly, uh, Buddha, as he was kind of suffering um, and, and dying from the poisonous mushrooms, he forgave the man who had fed him the poisonous mushrooms and told his disciples not to be angry at him and to be compassionate towards him. So there is a little bit of a similarity there. Certainly both are supreme, supreme spiritual leaders. Other similarities, both didn't begin their spiritual missions until about 30 years old. So Buddha, as we said, Buddha was born into nobility. I think I mentioned that. Buddha was born into nobility. He was a prince. At the age of 30, he left his wife 
and his newborn baby to find liberation from suffering. He wanted to understand, basically, he was sheltered his whole entire life from suffering. And being exposed to suffering one day, it just turned his life around and, and he wanted to know if there was a, a way out of suffering and that began his spiritual mission. Jesus, um, also at around the same age, Although uh, I've also read that it could have been maybe around 23 or something. I'm, I'm not quite sure that, that Jesus began his ministry. But anyway, it was around the same. No, couldn't have been. Anyway, S similar ages, similar, around, this, around the same age. Both taught to eschew wealth and to... Uh, focus on the inner self. You know, that wealth is a hindrance. Uh, you know, they both created religions that stopped animal sacrifice and that regarded people as equal. And they both advocated for compassion and radical love. So they both taught, and you'll see in the parallel sayings in their various quotes, you know, like Jesus, he, uh, you know, he says, uh, it is read in the Torah that, you know, an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth, but I say that to love your enemy and to pray for those who, who despise you, that, that sort of thing. And that was radical at the time, and Buddha taught something similar. So in those in that social context where they were, they, they were both radical, radical into love, radical into forgiveness, radical into issuing wealth. Except except Buddha, there was, there was a... Uh, that's not so much true in Buddha's time, though. There were these ascetics who would... The, the thought was, is to, you know, essentially starve yourself and, you know, through suffering you would uh, achieve enlightenment buddha th through his own suffering and starving himself and watching bodies decompose that sort of thing going through this uh, amazing journey he had discovered the what he called the the middle way or the middle path and that was you know you don't need to you don't need to do all that kind of suffering it was you know the middle way you know between sensual indulgence it's it's the middle way between sensual indulgence and severe asceticism which was uh, common in his region so there are a number of if you look um let's just go a little bit through I don't have permission, actually. So um, Marcus Borg, he actually references the many other books that um, that discuss the the similarities, and they go into you know Pali text. And so the translations of these Pali texts are copyright. So it really depends too on the translation. What translation are you getting? Again, there are many different translations 
many different innovations and variations of Buddhism. So it may take some digging to actually get to what Buddha taught, but it is well worth it. So the book is structured, you know, there's parallel sayings on wisdom, on and another chapter on compassion, another chapter on materialism, and again, there's just plenty of quotes from Buddha and Jesus uh, discussing this on the inner life, on temptation, on salvation. You know, there's one chapter on miracles, you know, miracles that Buddha supposedly did and miracles that Jesus did. I personally don't believe that Buddha performed any miracles. Uh, again, they were both highly revered. They both had um, huge followings, very influential, obviously, on the world. I think it's, an, it's a good book to pick up if you're interested in, in the similarities. There are many similarities. I think the, the passages and the quotes that Marcus uses are would be verified and, and good translations and and accurate to, to what Buddha taught and, uh, and and of course to what Jesus taught. I hope you enjoy this episode of Jesus and Books. Of course you can find me on Twitter, Jesus and Books. That's my handle or Jesus and Books dot com and I'm also on SoundCloud where I should be actually leaving little annotations little comments I, I'm a little bit behind on that but just to sort of maybe explain things or drop links or something like that that's where I've been doing that lately is is on the SoundCloud page but that's where the audio files are you also of course find the audio files on on the other uh, platforms audio files on SoundCloud. But anyway, thanks so much for joining me on Jesus and Books. God bless. Mm -hmm.